Praise the Lord. Well, we'll uh, we'll open back up in First uh, John, First John chapter number uh, two, and we uh, we got a whopping one verse done last Wednesday, and that's just the way it is, right? That's okay though. Uh, praise God, we're not on uh, a timetable. may ask, what's next? I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. We'll find out when we get there. But tonight, we're picking back up in verse number 27. So, uh, when you have found your place there, 1 John chapter number 2, verse number 27. Uh, we'll look at 27, 28, and 29 tonight if we get there, alright? If we get there. But uh, reading tonight in verse number 27, the Word of God says this, But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointed anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when, ye, when he shall appear, we may have confidence, and not be ashamed before him at his coming." If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. Born of him. Let's uh, go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, I do thank you for this day that you've given us, God. God, I thank you for the hour, God, that we can come together in corporate worship. God, we can sing praise unto you, God, and God individually singing to you. And then, God, we can lift up our praise and our prayer requests, God. God, knowing that, uh, God, you hear everyone. God, you care, God. And God, when the child of God prays, God, I know that you're listening. I thank you and praise you for it, Lord. God, now I just want to thank you for your precious, your precious word, God. How you've, uh, God, many times over and over again, God, just spoken into our hearts, spoken into our lives. God, to know you, God, you want the very best for us. And God, you give it to us, God, and show us the way through your word. And so, God, I pray that along with your word and, God, the work of the Holy Spirit tonight, that, God, we can just reach a little deeper. God, we can move a little bit closer and, God, see you even more clear. God, I love you and I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, I, I pray that uh, we do walk closer to the Lord, that we grow closer to God. Uh, we don't do these studies because they're fun to go through or it's fun to take a passage and look at. We don't show up on Sunday morning just to say we were here, but that we might grow in our walk to the Lord and our walk together. Uh, how many of you might know that it matters how we walk? It matters how we live and it matters that we're together. Uh, some might say, well, what is, why is church so important? Well, I don't know about you, but I need you. I don't know if you need me, but I need you. I'm telling you that. And praise God, we've got each other. Amen. Praise God, we've got each other. But verse number 27, But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. Uh, what is so beautiful about salvation is that uh, we just don't get saved, which is remarkable and a miracle in itself, but that we have the Holy Spirit of God inside of us. 
Now, y'all might say, we keep talking about the Holy Spirit of God inviting in us. Well, maybe it'll click and we'll get it and we'll move on. But praise God, the Holy Spirit, once we receive Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, He's abiding in us. And, uh, and if you read the, the wording here, abide in Him and He abide in you, uh, boy, what a picture that is of us, Christ, our Heavenly Father, and the relationship that we have. I ask you this, how in the world could you get out of that? You cannot get out of that, folks. Uh, to be saved is to be saved, is to be saved. And praise God for salvation. But the anointing is for all eternity. He abides in you and you in Him. Uh, I think I, we may have touched on it last week, but... The fact is that this is better uh, than man's instruction. How many of you know that? What the Holy Spirit of God teaches you is better than any man could teach you. Sister Helen's the only one that got that. huh? What do, what do I mean by that? Do I mean that it's a waste of time to come to the church and to have the preacher uh, preach and go to Sunday school and... And a teacher teach you? No, that does not take the place of that. That would be a total misunderstanding of what's going on. But in our everyday living, the Holy Spirit of God is teaching us because He's leading us and guiding us every step of the way. How many of you in life circumstances, the Holy Spirit of God taught you something? Well, ain't nobody... There you go, Brother Judd's going to admit it. Praise God. Somebody lift a hand. Uh, yeah, you live long enough and you're saved, right? The Holy Spirit of God is there to guide us and lead us. And through that, we are, we are taught. And how many of you know when you read the Word of God, it's just not reading the Word of God, but it's a living Word that comes alive. And how many of you have had the Holy Spirit of God just reach down and pull it off the page and into your heart? Mm, preacher, you're crazy. No, I'm serious. Man, I, so many times, and it is so many times, I'm reading the Word of God and things pop out that I ain't never seen before, yet they've been there the whole time. It, hey, it ain't, didn't just get wrote down, it's been there. But the Holy Spirit of God working in my heart, working in our lives, brings it to light. He enlightens, enlightens, folks. And that's real. That's real. What scares me today is that I, I don't know how many people truly believe that. Wait a minute, now that's a negative statement. But is it true? I, may the Word of God come alive by the work of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives. I don't know about you, I need it. I need a Word, I need a truth, folks. And praise God, He wants to, us to have it. He wants us to grow. This is an infallible truth. The Word of God says, what does it say? And is truth and is no lie. The Spirit of God will never lead you astray. Somebody just missed the truth. The Spirit of God will never lead you astray. What do you mean by that, preacher? That means that you should not be afraid of what the Holy Spirit of God tells you to do. Now, make sure it's the Holy Spirit of God telling you what to do. 
How many of you know God will send you a confirmation? Yes. I don't want to hear you ate some pizza, went to bed, and you woke up, and now you got all this. No, I'm talking about the Spirit of Almighty God working in your life, and hey, bringing it to light through His Word. Mm, he'll do it. He'll do it, right? A confirmation. He'll do it. He will not lead you astray from God's will for your life. Think about that tonight. And to understand the Bible, we simply need the Bible and the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. And I ask you something tonight. What can he do with a dirty vessel? It's kind of hard to work in a dirty vessel, ain't it? So tonight I'm just going to go ahead and get it out there. And I'm going to say it again. We must, what? Be clean. Be clean. Somebody says, I wish you'd learn how to stop saying that. We must be clean. If God is to use us and to work in us, we must be clean. And guess what? What I say to you, that goes for me. We must be clean. God cannot use us any other way. Uh, he's not going to pour truth out onto you while you live in sin. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. Think about, think about tonight the Holy Spirit to the believer. Hmm? Number one, the Spirit makes us members of the body of Christ. Unites us into the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. We have it up on the screen tonight. For by one Spirit... And you do notice that is a capital S. Spirit, are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. One Spirit. The Spirit of God unites us into one body. Praise God. Praise God. Number two. To the believer, is sustained with the gift of the Spirit. Acts 2.38 Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? This is not like a game, and this is not like... Uh, listen, so many people... So many people will come down, make a profession of faith, but they've never truly been saved. Preacher, where are you going with that? They've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And so guess what? They'll go through what? The motions of life, right? They may even go buy them a brand new suit and tie to wear to church. They may clean up really good and look nice. They may even show up early. Maybe even stay late but never truly given their life to Christ, never truly surrendered. And what's missing inside of them is the Holy Spirit of God. What am I telling you that tonight for? You've got to make sure you're saved, and you've got to make sure He's leading you. He's leading you. When we talk about the gift of the Spirit, 
The gift of the Spirit. The Spirit of truth. Faith, grace, love, wisdom, glory. I pray for wisdom. I tell you, who can give me that wisdom? It's going to be through the work of the Holy Spirit of God. Revealing that, folks. I don't know about you. You need it in your life, whether you realize that or not. Hmm? I don't know about you. I need more of the love. I need to be able to display it more. Now, does that mean that I, at the point of salvation, I received any less of the Spirit than anybody else? No. <laughs> no. Guess what? It's not on a merit base where you get a little bit more. Hey, how many of you... There's so many people who think that the older they get, the older they get, the more spiritual they become. <laughs> how many of you know it doesn't work that way? It doesn't work that way. We're not on some kind of time schedule where it's like they put you in the oven and you come out and you're, man, you're all holy or something, you know? It don't work that way. It's about how much we're willing to surrender and grow and allow the Holy Spirit of God to work in our life and to use us and to grow us. You say, that's such a simple thing, but we don't do it. I just had to go up really big. <laughs> huh? The question is tonight, how, how much are we giving of ourselves to God to be used by God? You've probably heard me pray, and I pray it all the time. Lord, fill me with your spirit. Do you know, do you know what I'm asking for there? God, show me what's in the way that I might surrender it to you. There's no more of him that's going to come into me, but control, yes! Control, yes. And think about a church on fire for God where everybody is totally surrendered. <laughs> Preacher, you are crazy. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. That's when God does radical things. I say radical because the world looks at it and they say, how in the world could that ever take place? Because God's in control. God's in control. The spirit of truth, love, grace, man, wisdom, glory. Praise God. Praise God. What a gift to us. <laughs> if we could grab a hold of how special that gift is. Three. He sanctifies. Indwelling the believer and by doing seals and secures. Now, I said it a little bit ago about our salvation, but praise God, when we're saved, we're sealed. Sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. And man, if you think you can get out of the hand of God and break the seal of the Holy Spirit of God, well, I don't know. I just believe that it ain't going to happen. Not for the one who's truly, truly born again. 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. <clears throat> now he which stableth us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. In our hearts. The saved child of God's not going anywhere. Hmm? It doesn't matter how bad the devil wants me to go to hell. 
I can't go. <laughs> you ever thought about that child of God? I mean, really, when the devil really stirs up stuff in your life, how many people's got that going on? Anybody? You know, like when he really starts pressing down on you and poking at you, maybe it's with your health, maybe your health is just falling apart, and you can't go and you can't do what you used to. Sister Helen said, that's me. It's a reality, though, isn't it? And the devil, boy, he'll sit on your shoulder and say, you're good for nothing. Boy, you're washed up. Boy, what you used to do, you'll never do again. <laughs> don't tell me he don't say that, because I know he does. Mm, there's been times I've messed up in my life. <laughs> and you don't think he'll tell you that you ain't usable no more, you ain't got no value no more, that God don't want to have nothing to do with you? Sure he does. Sure he does. But praise God, you are to remind him it don't matter what kind of poking he does, no matter what kind of talking he does. You're a child of God and glory awaits you. <laughs> Praise God, glory awaits. Glory awaits. We ought to be able to rejoice in that. Rejoice. He sanctifies. What am I talking about? We're strengthened and we're filled because we surrender. And how long does the sanctification process take? <laughs> Till he takes you to glory. Hmm? Till he takes you to glory. What does that mean? I'm 90 years old. Well, you're still in sanctification process. He's still working on you. And it don't matter if you're 9 months or 90 years old. He's still working on you. But he's got to have us. To work on us. He's got to have us. Verse number 28 tonight. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. How many of you know there's going to be joy for some and there's going to be some shame for others? Hmm? That's a reality. That's a reality. You know, it, it, it drives me nuts to think of the time that I wasted in my life not surrendering to the Lord. But in thinking about that, I praise God that He didn't just throw me away either. Hmm? Yeah. What am, I, what am I saying tonight? That it doesn't matter where you are, surrender to the Lord. It doesn't matter what you've done. Guess what? You can give it to God and move on and serving and serving. If He was done with you, if He was packed up and finished with you, guess what He'd do? He'd just take you. He'd just take you, you know? But so many times, I know, I know because I've heard it so many times, we'll think because of the mistakes we made or the things that we've done, we're no good. But praise God if there's breath in our lungs, live for Him. Trust Him. See what He can do. Let Him take a mess and do a miracle. Why? Because He can. He's God. He's God. Mark 8.38 says... Uh, Wherefore, therefore shall... Okay, we ain't got that one up there. There we go. I can read that one much better, Brother Greg. Whosoever, therefore, shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. 
Tonight I pray we can be found faithful, folks. When he sees, and he sees us all the time, amen? There's not a moment of anything he misses. I truly pray that when he sees us, he sees us faithful, faithful. Are we going to be perfect? Nope. If you're perfect, then please, let's talk about it later. But found faithful. Faithful. I said today, I think I told Angie this, the least thing that we can do is be faithful. You realize that? Is be faithful. And what God does with that one thing alone is miraculous. Miraculous. Verse number 29 says this, If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. Who is righteous tonight? Yes. Say it again. Everybody say it together. Jesus. He's righteous. He's righteous. Where does our, listen, what righteousness we might have, where does it, where, where does it come from? From Him. It's not us. What is our righteousness as? Filthy rags. And I say that in love. What am I saying? We ain't got it, but He does. Why? Because He's it, folks. He's our everything. He is our everything. He is righteous. He is righteousness. And it's imputed to us when we become His. But you know what? The key to that is we must become His. His. Romans 3, 22 through 25. I want to leave you with this tonight. It says, Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Who is that? Every one of us. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God had set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Praise God for what He's done for us. The good in us, give God the glory. Give God the glory. When somebody says, man, great job. Well, praise God. That touched my heart. Praise God. Because I tell you this, the more you praise Him, folks, the more you praise Him, you want to get some help, you want to get some encouragement, just stop and praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. You, you think I don't have a, a, a bad day or get down? Anybody don't think that? Okay, I ain't got no takers. Y'all must know I have a bad day just like you. You know what I love to do? I love to come in here and I just love to praise Him. Praise Him. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I think Brother Green said there's everything about that name. <laughs> Not just something, everything about that name. Praise, praise God. I ask you this, are you allowing the Holy Spirit of God to use and control every bit of you? Here's the good news tonight. If you're not, guess what? You can leave, can. <laughs> you can leave with Him doing it. 
It just takes one thing. Surrender. Surrender. We're going to give you a moment to pray tonight. I do want to, I want to remind you that on Wednesday night, this altar is open. Everybody does realize that. Praise God, the altar's open on Wednesday night. But I want to give you a moment to seek the Lord, and then we're going to pray together.